following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 109 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Tank. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast every Monday for free right here on this very feed. Um, if you aren't already, follow us on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have a Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. We do a weekly movie review show. We do a conspiracy theory show. We have uh, some older episodes of a Pine Rangers retrospective show that we did as well. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash at PWTCast. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by our wonderful sponsors. We have Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground, Chicago's premier independent wrestling companies, uh, and then as well as our favorite independent uh comic book company gorilla publishing go ahead and check those guys out uh you know links are in the description below dave uh i think i can speak on behalf of both of us we want to say a big 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 thank you to everyone who listened last week who everyone who spread the word uh i had everyone telling me how much they loved hearing humble dave talk about you know (laughs) i guess it's cool that you know I designed uh, so many Bullet Club logos and AEW logos and the highest selling shirt in pro wrestling tees history, uh, you know, and CM Punk shirt. I guess that's cool. And it's like I told everyone, I'm like, Dave is a humble guy. He will never brag about it, which is a good thing that he has me because I will I will scream <laughs> to the heavens at how wonderfully talented my friend is. Uh, but yeah. Well, you, you- You've been honoring me all week, and I appreciate it. <laughs> of course, yeah. You know, it's and again, wonderful thing. You know, I know. Uh, you know, the up next boy, a lot. Everyone in the post family, post wrestling family, really for the most part was, you know, uh, telling everyone about it. If you haven't already listened to it, um, go back and listen to it. It was, you know, we talk a little bit behind the scenes stuff as far as uh cm punk's return and uh you know the merchandise aspect of that and uh if you are returning welcome you know we, we welcome all new listeners as well uh go back and listen to some of our other episodes we have episodes with people like the young bucks colt cabana uh Car- killer cross then carrion cross uh, matt cardona uh brody king effie so many fun ones you know in in the catalog of uh, episodes that we've done. Um, but you know, we figured Dave with the success of you know, everything, really everything's coming up Millhouse. I, I was telling you right before we got on this, um, we've been in talks with a lot of potential guests as far as coming onto the, onto the show. What in particular, that's a little out of left field really has nothing to do with wrestling. Um, <laughs> but if, but with, uh, with Halloween coming up, it almost yes. seems apropos to have this gentleman on. Uh, more on that later, but I figured we should rebrand. I mean, l- listen, your artwork is amazing. I wear it all over my body. People are getting a tattoo. Shout out uh, front of the show, uh, Mikey Omega. He got CM Punk's logo, uh, most of Very CM cool. Punk's logo tattooed yeah. on you. I told him, you know, your art, your lawyers will be contacting him as he did it without your permission. Um, exactly. You know. Um, we'll we'll talk about compensation later. Exactly. Uh, but I figured, you know, the times there are changing. We should rebrand a little bit. Um, so Friday, you guys will be unveiling a new logo. Uh, it is something yep. we kind of went back and forth on because, I mean, the classic PWT cast logo. I mean, listen, I love it. I have so many T-shirts yeah. with it. I see it constantly because, you know, we, we upload the episodes and stuff. Um, but it is time for a little bit of a change, you know? Yeah, like like some other companies, it, sometimes you just got to take a good thing and then just mix it all up. So. Yeah, so uh, something, you know, a, a brand new logo, 
uh, Friday, you know, just in time. Fresh for, start. Yeah, just in time for Shang-Chi, which um, if most of you can't tell from the title, this episode and probably the cover art, uh, this episode will be very Spider-Man centric as last week. Yeah. Uh, as as friend of the show Wei Ting uh, coined it, you know it, it was the CM Punk of movie trailers, the CM Punk return of yes. movie trailers in that Spider Man Away from Home. Since it's going to be so heavy centric on that, we figured let's save that for you know the latter half um, of the show. As this week has been quite eventful, um, but you know there's still going to be a lot of things happening this week. This week, of course, is uh, Vivian's birthday week. Make sure to say uh, happy birthday to her, you guys. Um, this week, it's the 4th, I believe. Um, we actually have, uh, speaking of Vivian, um, we're going to have an episode of uh, Scrump and Stank's Family video this Friday in which we talk Goodfellas with her. And since we were, you know, talking mobs and all that stuff, if uh, you're if you're in the $10 above tier, you get the epi- this week's episode of Scrump and Stank's Detective Agency where we're going to talk about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, it's a lot, of, a lot of heavy mob stuff uh, this week, but nonetheless uh yeah this week is all out week so we got what is it dynamite wednesday rampage friday all out sunday uh and we've actually got a you know as as a softball game a softball game yeah we we kind of alluded to it a while back um because listen any guys anyone who knows me and dave anyone who knows us specifically we're not just gonna go play you know there was like a few weeks back where i was like yeah we just wanted to play softball for no reason so we went to the batting (laughs) cages i live a very sedentary lifestyle we're not athletes dave and i yeah you know we look we look like a million bucks but it is because of our our great and excellent genes not because we are uh actively participating any sort of sport but uh yeah this thursday I believe was Thursday, Thursday, right? I believe it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, this Thursday it will be uh, AEW versus uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, it's exciting, you know. Like uh, we have, we do have some athletes here, you know. <laughs> it's not all. Well, just... I, I I will say when we went out to the batting cages in Skokie, I was surprised at how many ringers we got in there that are. Uh, I mean, as far as batting goes, that's that's all I've seen. We got some heavy hitters. I mean, shout out Andrew, you know, Andrew, Andrew, uh, oh, oh, boy, do I have a fun Andrew story and you were there for it. That'll come on a little bit later. Um, yeah, no, it, it is. Uh, I, admittedly, I don't think, I don't even think I, I'll be, I don't think I'll be playing. Um, we, we are, there is already a, an established core team of people and, uh, we will be having like additional tryouts to kind of just see like who actually make it on the team. I've admittedly right. been trying to politic my way onto commentary. Um, but I don't think there actually will be commentary for this game as I don't, I don't think, think it's being streamed anywhere. Um, because, oh, could you imagine it's like JR? Which is weird because we got, we got such a big field. Yeah. Oh, very big field. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, you know, that was like the only thing I was really like comment, commentating, you know, our politicking for to be on commentary because I could imagine like, yeah, you know, like Excalibur, Tony Schiavone are just like, oh, you know, I'm the first base coach, uh, cousin Jeremy. And I'm just like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, Excalibur, did you watch this week's episode of What If or Tony Schiavone? Like, what do you, th- you know, how do you think they're going to introduce the X Men? And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, let's, uh, you know, bring you back to the game. Uh, you, you know, here comes David Stankin. I'm like, oh, you know, Dave, he really, <laughs> he really liked the, uh, you know, in uh, Captain America Civil War when they did this. And uh, he really likes this episode of The Watchmen. And they're just like, what the? Hey, yeah, hey, Tony, have you seen The Watchmen? <laughs> 
Tony. You know, now that I think about it, I I haven't actually heard about it, but like Tony Schiavone would be perfect because that's what he was doing before he got pulled back into the wrestling world. I mean, he was doing like baseball announcing, so I, I, it would seem weird that he wouldn't do it, but I don't know. I thought for a second you were saying he was a mask vigilante when he was away from wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's this week. Hopefully this week. Um, listen, there's a lot of people coming out, coming in from out of town. Um, so hopefully I get to see some, you know, friends of the show, some patrons of the show as well. Um, because yeah, there's so much going on, and like it's it's exciting, you know. Like I told you, yet yesterday, I was, you know, it's a Saturday, but you know, and trying to get all this stuff ready for everyone who's attending all out to all this merchandise and stuff. Uh, I was at work all day. Literally, I all day. I, I clocked in around noon and I clocked out like three a.m. Something like that. By the way, you poor guys in the back. Yeah. First of all, like there's there's been people complaining about like oh how come it's not on a ringer. First of all, we've done so many shirts. There's no more ringers. There's no I think more left just, in North America. Sorry. They're they're just discontinuing ringers forever. Sorry. No, that's not the case. But like not only that, but you know to make the shirt available to people we put it on white and it's just it's been a a factory conveyor line just of cm punk shirts and like these guys are working really hard like if you guys are complaining i get it you want your stuff but like literally the machine is not stopping and we're trying to get it out to you guys so have a little patience have a little compassion for these guys because they're (laughs) like last week and this week and then probably the next couple weeks afterwards it's just gonna be a living hell for the printers and so yeah, which, which is funny. So like, uh, it's it was reported on like uh, Ringside News and all these wrestling websites where it's like CM Punk buys pizza for pro wrestling tees. CM Punk buys his pizza. He's bought his pizza several times. Like the wrestlers often buy us like food, especially especially around Black Friday times. Um, you know, wrestlers so thankful that you know the work yes. we're doing. They'll buy us food. You know, like um, I, I admittedly I used to like. You know, like tweet at the wrestlers, like, boy, it should be, it sure would be nice if like Kenny Omega bought us some pizza and stuff. And you're like, oh, it'd be awesome if Jay White were, you know, got us some snacks or something. And like, based on that, there was one Black Friday where like uh, listeners of the show and, you know, customers of ours, they were bringing, they were bringing by gifts and snacks for all of us. Um, like, I think that's the, that's the fucking awesome thing. Um, yeah. about us you know like if you if you're a big fan of like like i'm a huge fan of apple and their products i don't if i don't know any of the workers or the staff there you know to be like oh you know what i should really send tim some, some pizzas yeah i should send tim some pizzas or some donuts or something like that um but yes cm punk you know again wonderful guy um sent i missed up. it i'm always missing like free pizza days <laughs> like a like uh, I was trying to message Michael and he wasn't answering me on Slack for something about work. I was like, what, what's Michael doing? And then I saw like, you guys were all d- enjoying delicious pizzas, having photo opportunities in front of the pizzas. I'd like a photo opportunity too, but no, <laughs> I'm just, messing with, I'm so happy you guys got pizzas because like, like I said, it's been bonkers at work. And so, I mean, how cool is that? Like he didn't have to do that for us. And like, clearly he's going to be a busy guy leading up to his match with Darby Allen, but he took the time out to get us pizza. He took the time out to get the United center ice cream bars. I mean, this guy's buying treats for everyone. Oh, for sure. And again, like it's just, it's such a wonderful gesture. Cool, yeah. And it's yeah. funny enough, 
uh, it wasn't the first time this week that we got, you know, uh, free food courtesy of CM Punk because uh, yeah. uh, when was it? Tuesday that we went? Or was it Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah. No, no, it was, uh, was it Wednesday? Th- Thursday. Thursday, because that's originally where we were supposed this, to record. This, yeah, this week is a blur. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. But Thursday, we actually went to a special screening of episode three of the new star shows Heels that started CM Punk. Um, some of the people from the shop went um and it, it was just it was fun it, it was first off yeah. like uh so i mentioned to you i was like i watched the first two episodes of the show and i was like i, I was like it's okay i dig it like i'm not a fan of the intro it, it feels a little bit like uh um cw ish you know yes that's that's a perfect way to describe it and, and me too i i had not seen the first two episodes because uh, i don't have stars i have literally every other subscription service but stars but um, when you said that, I was like, all right, well, you know, I hope I don't get too lost, but for what we saw episode three was so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, you know, it, uh, when CM Punk shows up, you know, Ricky rabies, yeah. uh, awesome, awesome fucking, yeah. you know, character. Um, but yeah, it was just a really good, like I'm finally now like Vivian and I, cause I, I brought Vivian with me as my plus one and, yeah. um, we were having the conversation as I, well, like I was dropping her off home. I was like, you know what? I was like, I signed up for the stars free trial, like via who I was like, I think I want to keep it now. Um, yeah, at, at least, you know, you know, at least so that I can finish watching the show because, um, you know, Mike O'Malley was there, the writer, you know, as well as Stephen Amell, um, and, and punk. And one of the things like, uh, there were some things that they let slip up. Uh, I'm not going to mention the things that, that they yeah. let slip up, but there were some things that they let kind of slip up or, or talked about that's, uh, still to come for future seasons or future seasons, yeah, future they, episodes. They, and they made us promise secrecy. So we can't say, but yeah, but it was definitely one of those things where I was like, okay, okay. Like you got me. Like, um, yeah, yeah I mean, no, it was, it was really fun. Um, there's this, there's one of the characters on there. He sort of plays like the, the himbo character, the, you know, he's just like this lovable idiot. Uh, I'm looking it up now so I can specifically get his name. Cause, uh, he's a character who very much is quickly be- become my favorite. Um, yes. You know, he just has, it's, it's hard because sometimes when you play that character, he can be the worst part. And like, when I saw him, I was like, Oh, I know I'm going to hate this guy. And I, I ended up loving him by the end. <laughs> oh no, for sure. I believe, um, Oh geez, I can't. I don't, I'm not. I'm not finding him here on uh, IMDb. I, I believe this might be him, the character of um, Wild Bill, Wild Card McGee. Yeah, Wild Card McGee. Uh, this is his name on here. I'm sure he has an actual real name, but so just such like a lovable fucking guy. You know, specifically in yeah. this episode where like. I won't spoil it. There's 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 this one ongoing bit throughout this episode that by the time you see the bit for the third time, you know it's just like okay, you know like I I, I really like it. Um, I mean, so I mentioned Andrew earlier, and I felt so bad for the guy because he was there with his mom and his aunt. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. What you're gonna say. Go ahead. And uh, at one point, there is a, uh, a, a a sex scene between these two characters. Um, pretty, pretty graphic for what I assumed Stars was. Yeah, you know, they, clearly they don't show like penetration or anything, but like uh, it is a pretty. Saw a lot of nipples. You see a lot of nipples, a lot of nipple sucking. All right, a lot of uh, 
a lot a lot of sexual stuff going on and will who is sitting right next to me i just lean over and i'm like dude andrew is here with his mom and i was just like oh my god but you know like i i asked andrew i was like dude how awkward is that he's like you know what he's like we've sat through a lot of movies he goes so it, it's happened before uh but yeah no it was fun you know it, like it, you know, just the whole the again that episode three kind of won me over um like i mentioned i'm a big fan of uh the showrunner himself too michael malley i guess he used to be the host of that nickelodeon show guts i i don't guts yeah yeah i i was a nickelodeon guy so i don't remember that i actually remember him specifically from he was like the idiot brother-in-law on this show called yesteer um as well as he plays uh a really funny character um and the show Wayne on Amazon Prime, I had mentioned it before. Yeah. He's just he's he's a fun guy. Every time he shows up, Stephen Amell again, he, he's he's really good. Um, yeah, and yeah, like you know, Ricky Rabies, old CM Punk, he was fucking awesome. It was so weird, uh, seeing him without tattoos, without tattoos, and with like a pomp, he had like a weird pompadour mullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we got to see, see him sitting on the toilet dropping a deuce. <laughs> Yeah, that that was pretty fun as well. Yeah, it's it's a good show. Like, if it, I know, so uh, actually, I know a friend of the show, John Ceno, uh He and a uh, fellow member of like the Up Next universe, uh, B Detroit. They're actually doing like a review of the show. Uh, that's actually pretty good. I I listened to you know after having seen uh, episode three, I went back and, and listened to the first two. Um, so yeah, you know, check those guys out if anyone's interested in some sort of like review for it. Um, I don't, you know maybe dave and i you know we'll mention a little bit more weekly very much in the same vein that we do these like marvel shows but definitely like it's a good show um oh i also wanted to mention one thing that like we got the benefit of it being in the q a with the showrunner and the stars obviously but like you know we're closely associated with wrestling so we're we're not wrestlers but we're very familiar with wrestling terms and like the stuff that gets used you know backstage when you get past the kayfabe you know which is a term they use in the show and there's stuff that they have to do in the show where you kind of as someone that knows if you're a smart mark you you know these terms you're like that's like they were writing a script and then you know they they don't say face very often they say they good guy or you know there's different terms that they use that like didn't quite ring true and the the showrunner and like CM Punk and Stephen Amell made a good point that yeah while we try to be as authentic as possible like not only are they re- trying to reach wrestling fans but they're also trying to reach wrestling fans moms and grandmas too you know what I mean so like they don't know these terms but they do know what a script is and they do know what a good guy is rather than a face so they it was a conscious effort to maybe kind of fudge the authentic terms to make it more palatable to other people so like. I don't know. I don't know about you, but like, there's been times where I've seen shows. I'm like, that's not what that's called. And then I didn't even think, oh, well, they didn't write the show for me. Who knows everything on the universe? So um, they made a really good point. They, they're trying to make it accessible to people that aren't actually inside wrestling fans. And I, I thought that was really good. It was a really good uh, way of thinking, you know, fan forward. You know? Yeah. No, because I like I had mentioned to you in, in the car on the way there, where I was like initially, and after hearing you know like Michael Malley and the cast talk about it, I was like, okay, this makes more sense because yes, it's it's, it's weird with this show where it's established it's it's within the the same universe of WWE, like canon canonically, it is. Yeah, it's going on right now. They mentioned now. Vince McMahon. 
Yeah, eventually yeah. it's McMahon, WCW, you know, Ric Flair and everyone. Um, and there, you know, there's one episode where, where the brother, you know, the whole kind of premise of the first episode is, uh, you know, the brother Ace, he's being scouted by you know this scout and they don't mention anything and the one thing that bothered me was like i was like why don't like and i get why because wwe wouldn't have ever signed off on it but it's like to me it would make more sense to be like yeah nxt is trying to scout him you know just because again but and then once they put it in the back perspective i was like oh okay this show isn't for me you know like if if i'm if i'm making the show you know, it's yeah. like, oh, he's going to the New Japan Dojo or, yeah, NXT is trying right. to scout him. But like you, you mentioned, it's not for us. Right. And also, well, it is for us, but it's also for other people, yes. too. But also, it was oddly prescient because NXT won't be scouting anyone. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, apparently they don't want those indie stars, you know? Yeah, they, they were made, very wise. Which is, I, oh, God. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up this exact same tweet. Yeah, for those of you guys unaware, uh, you know Dave Meltzer put out a report where apparently WWE just they they don't want anything to do with independent stars now. They're uh, which also I, I found the I found the tweet. It was like the new the WWE's new doctrine is insane. They enter panic mode due to CM Punk getting the biggest pop in 20 years and Brian Danielson defecting to the rival company. And their response is to never hire anyone like CM Punk or Danielson ever again. Um, which is just, yeah. Like what a what a pouty baby reactive response. Like that's so weird. Yeah, where you like you look at their top stars and. <sighs> Like it's mostly in indie dudes, you know. Indie dudes, yeah. yeah, or you know, kind of the the most memorable things in the last few years has been due to people who've come from the independence, and now it's just this like weird, dirty word. Like I, I don't get it. You you know what's funny? It's it's just I don't want to get into too much WWE bashing, but um, it's really weird that like. You know, we survived through WWE pretty much dismantling the territory system, consolidating everything, and then Hulkamania rose, and then all of a sudden everything's a little cartoony. You got you got garbage truck guys, you got clowns, you know, you got all these different occupations, baseball players, and then the attitude era starts and they want something a little more reality based, a little more sexy. So they start doing away with all the gimmicks and it's, it's now we're, we're like going back like 20, 30 years where now we got like superheroes and a possessed girl with a doll and like more of these weird characters that they've been trying to get away from. And then now they're like, they literally said, we don't, we don't want a wrestler. We want someone that looks good and then we'll teach them to wrestle. And so I think I think what you now that I think about it, like someone like that, that is raised in the WWE farm system, for lack of a better term, they won't know how to go be a wrestler somewhere else. Maybe that's to their, like if they get if they get fired, they'll just go back to modeling or whatever. They won't go to the competition as a, a fully realized wrestler. I don't know. It seems like a shitty way to do business. <laughs> And it seems like a real petty way of like hamstringing a lot of people that have made professional wrestling their life and their passion. 
But, you know, we mentioned it last week. This is a company that took someone like CM Punk and squeezed every drop of passion out of him until he had to recover and, and rehydrate for like, you know, seven years or whatever before he could come back and, and do it again. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. They seem to be making a lot of weird moves lately. Yeah, I mean, and it's also very much, very much one of those things where it's like, listen, doesn't matter what I think. Doesn't matter what you know the the top stars themselves think. It doesn't matter. What, clearly, doesn't matter what Triple H thinks because at the end of the day, you know, there's an old senile man. You know, like there's the, the thing I love. And so it's funny because I like I was kind of thinking about this earlier. You know, like I I got into I get into wrestling because of WWE. Wrestling didn't just become didn't come around when I fucking turned twelve or eleven or whatever it was. Like it was there. It was there the whole time. I just didn't get into it until I get into it. Um, and so clearly WWE was like what I loved for a long time. And like I've opened about I'm like it's, it's so fucking lame. Like I'm sorry. Like. NXT's fucking lame. WWE's just lame, and I know some people are like, "Yeah, but I'm like, I'm sorry. This it, it is it is just how I feel. You don't have to feel this way. If you enjoy it, by all means, like hell yeah, go for it. I would just, I, I will not. I just can't give it any. I don't give it a time of day because it's just I. It's corny. I hate. I don't, I don't. You know, but you can still enjoy. And if you still enjoy this new stuff, by all means. And I specifically thought about this earlier because um, Kanye West dropped his new album today, Donda. Uh, and like, I'm some, I'm a big fan of Kanye, but a lot of his newer stuff, it just hasn't resonated with me specifically this one where it's just like, everything is about God and Jesus. And I'm just like, you could have picked the cooler, like the Dumbledore or something, you know, like, um, and this one, it was just a lot of that. There was some old Kanye that I kind of dug, but for the most part, you know, once I I finished listening to the album, I was like, okay, like. I listened to that one time. I, I don't think I'm going to go back. I don't think there's anything from that that I want to download. Um, and then I see people like trashing it online and it's just like, well, if you really want to listen to like the, the old Kanye, like it, it's, it there. exists. It's there. Yeah. yeah. Like it exists. Like when you can go into Spotify or Apple music, it, they didn't take it away. It's, it's there. It's very much there for you to listen to it at your, at your heart's, you know, pleasure. And I think, and that's kind of with me, you know, where like there is some, you know, between those periods of WWE where I loved it and I was all about it. Like I can go back and rewatch that stuff, but I'm currently not at the point where like I watch these interviews or listen to these interviews with Tony Khan where, you know, he talks about like, uh, you know, listen during the pandemic i tried to do what was right i didn't fire anyone i hired more people of anything and like at a certain point i'm paying for it out of pocket i ate the costs and you know what like in hindsight it worked out like you you know to me it's like okay cool that's that's who i would rather support as opposed to someone who's just like you know hey we gotta go get some more of the saudi blood money so you know sorry sorry because when shit hits a fan i'm getting in my gen i'm getting the fuck out of there and you know you know, your name's Paul and that's between y'all. Sorry. Uh, but you know, so it, it's very much in that way where it's like, you can, you can fall out of love with something very much the way CM Punk did and, you know, and, and still enjoy the old aspect of it. But, um, I guess that's kind of my roundabout way of saying I did not enjoy Kanye West's new album. <laughs> uh, a lot of Jesus talk in that one. Um, you'll have, you'll have the memories. Yeah, listen, I, I saw some old Kanye I can go back and listen to. That's pretty, yeah. it's pretty fun. Uh, apparently, uh, like, so it's funny because randomly in the song, there's like a, a bunch of like gang talk. 
you know, like they talk about Larry Hoover famously who, uh, you know, is serving multiple life sentences. He's the founder of, uh, the gangster disciples, a gang, uh, here in Chicago. I mean, other places, I assume it's spread, but like, um, there's, there's just been a lot of talk about that. Like there's specifically like Paul was telling me, he's like, there's this song that's gonna be very problematic because people are going to play it in the wrong neighborhoods where they are just straight up. You know, again, it's funny because this week we talk so much about gangs and gang violence, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's the, the, it's basically just like the hook constantly where he's like, uh, something, they let the GDs in the door and there's already plenty like TikToks and, you know, things with, it's like, uh, a lot of young white kids playing this song and very happy about it. And it's like, please have one black or brown friend explain to you not to do that, not to do that, please, because like you're just gonna you're just gonna open up a can of worms for yourself uh that you very much don't want um a can of worms though that i do want dave is uh i i I don't know if you saw the announcement i saw it and i was freaking the fuck out uh c2e2 it's you know knock on wood it's supposed to be happening this year you know again c2e2 it's a the big comic book convention here in chicago uh, yeah. we, we normally work it with punk. I, if it's happening, I, I hope punk is doing it so that, uh, I don't have to pay to get in cause I work with him. Um, <laughs> also it's just, it's a fun experience, but, yeah. uh, Anakin Skywalker himself, Hayden Christensen is going to be there. Um, I know some people like aren't fans of those movies that, you know, hashtag that's my Vader, you know, like I, yeah. I'm, I'm very much excited to you know to meet them and see them and it's it's one of those things where whenever cons start to come around i'm just like oh shit i'm gonna meet these people you know like for instance next weekend not this weekend that you guys are listening but the following weekend i'm gonna be in ohio with friend of the show Wes allen i'm going to a horror hound convention not a horror convention a horror hound i keep telling people a horror convention and they're like i'm sorry what like you know but uh conventions <laughs> yeah they're like they're like i thought uh you know uh the erotica convention was like a month ago and i'm like no like a horror convention um but i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna meet i'm gonna finally meet uh you know brian o'halloran and um jeff anderson you know famously dante and randall from from those clerks movies how and, cool is that? so i'm gonna bring so much shit to get signed like i'm gonna get a photo with them like you know Kevin Smith is always po- he's posting these little you know uh, like teasers and snippets of stuff that's coming from this new Clerks movie and just oh God like just gimme 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 you know like I know some people aren't like just leave it alone but I'm like no man like if let you You've know been what's up You've been waiting for so long for this stuff Yeah also it's like don't watch you know people are like it would end there perfectly with Clerks too. So then, don't watch. Like, yeah. it's that's where that's where you end. Exactly. Again, it it comes back to the like, not everything is for you, even if you really enjoyed it. Like, just just chill. Uh, yeah. But conventions are going to come up, and that's always like a fun thing, you know, because um, oftentimes it's the only way really you're going to meet some of these people and celebrities that like, you know, you can't just be like, hey, bud, how's it going? You wanna, you know, you wanna go get a, a bite to eat or something like that. Uh, so that, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. You know, like, I mean, and you know, you yourself, you and your family, you know, you guys usually go to these conventions too as well, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've, oh boy, I've been really deciding whether I want to go to C2E2 this year. I want to go every year. So the desire to go is not gone. But, you know, we're, we're still, we're still wondering if the cruise is even going to happen. I know they mentioned in the cruise group that it is going to, but like with, I don't know. I mean, I think the, the last time you were at C2E2, you thought you were going to get COVID. (laughs) I think you had con crud a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll probably get my pro passes like I do every year, but I don't know if I'll bring my daughter, maybe me and my, best friend and we'll walk around a little bit but it's gonna be asses to elbows in there for sure uh so funny enough for uh for those of you guys who uh don't remember yeah the last time last time c2e2 was around um i got food poisoning so that friday um after c2e2 I, i come back to the shop paul is here i was living with paul at the time um and he, you know, I was just like, oh, cool. Like, you know, you're just finishing up. I'm like, dude, let's, let's go get some ramen. So we go to this one ramen spot. Uh, we both get the exact same dish. No, we got two different dishes. That, Cause that's why I was like, okay. Cause earlier in the day, the only thing I had eaten, the only, I had eaten the exact same thing Frank had eaten the rest of the day. So it was one of those things where like, clearly it wasn't the convention food because right. one, you know, one of us was sick. The other one wasn't. Um, but like literally that night I wake up and I'm just th- like maybe like two, three in the morning. And I'm throwing up just nonstop. Like I'm to the point where I, I had to go to to the immediate care and I faint there. And then they have to like hook me up to an IV and stuff like that. And Punk was the one who was like, oh, this guy has COVID. This guy for sure has COVID. And I was like, go, I was like, go fuck yourself, Phil. I don't have COVID. Um, you know, yeah, Phil. <laughs> yeah i was like i was like i don't have covid i was like i've been throwing up nonstop. and then later on that day is revolution and i'm like yeah i'll be good i'll be fine and um i was not <laughs> ryan's yeah. ryan's brother who's a doctor he was like yeah you probably shouldn't be here i was like no nah, it's okay i'll be good and i'm just like drinking nonstop gatorade like at one point i'm like hey sean is there anything i can eat he's like probably an unsalted pretzel and so, like, I'm eating this as everyone else around me is eating pizza and hot dogs and nachos. And I'm like, yes, bread. Very good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I totally, I t- completely understand what you mean. Like, I'm someone who I have not stopped wearing my mask. Um, yeah. I know so many people, like, you know, once they were like, yeah, you don't have to stop wearing your mask. Like, uh, admittedly, I would not wear it to 7-Eleven because I would just forget. But the 7-Eleven is literally right here down the street from us. Um but yeah, I just I don't fucking trust any people. Like, go online and look at how these people, or go to a store, go go to a Target or a Walmart or a fucking you name it. You go there on like a Sunday afternoon, and you see how these monsters interact with each other. And I'm supposed to I'm supposed to believe that these people are you know properly washing themselves and you know yeah. taking especially care. especially at conventions. I know. Yeah, let's roll our eyes and you know wrestling fans and fucking comic book fans. But there's a reason that's like a thing, guys. You gotta wash your bodies, scrub that ass, scoop out the armpits, put on some deodorant. Yeah, spray a little cologne if you must. But like, just don't be rubbing up on people. You're gonna sweat. It's hot in there. There's a lot of people. But like, brush your teeth. Come on, don't be a stinky asshole. Yeah. So that's. But I mean, I know. I guess I know that this is not directed to anyone at work. So don't go around pouting and saying everyone thinks my asshole's stinky. 
Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got we got we got sensitive people at work, guys. Yeah, there's been a lot of that. Um, a lot of whining. Oh, I will say this. Uh, I, I posted it in my story earlier. Juan, someone who was not showing his ass. I love drunk Juan. I, I posted. I, we mentioned it last week that uh, uh, Juan, you know, member of the PWT cast. We're gonna have him on soon. I, I want to have him on. As we well have as to, to. Yeah. yeah. As well as to review Chasing Amy because the boy loves Chasing Amy. Um, but uh, he, yeah, at he was so drunk. Uh, at rampage by the time punk comes out that when punk comes out his shirt, his shirt he sh- he's shirtless <laughs> waving his shirt in the air like i, I mean if anyone uh, on sunday listening to this or on monday listening to this the day previous i, I put it in my story and, you know, like i said because it's just a wide shot and you just see juan shirtless and it's the best i i i love juan i love shirtless juan being so yeah. fucking drunk and so excited for punk that he's just waving and i love that no one said anything to him because everyone's probably just paying attention to punk um yeah well and it, and it's lovable too because he wasn't doing it like look at me i'm the center of attention he was just so, having so much fun just just living in the moment and really what could be better than that yeah exactly um also you know again when we said people were showing their asses definitely not juan you know um, but yeah, no, like he's a, he's a cutie pie. Uh, yeah, I love one. <laughs> you know, listen, I'd like to see his. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm, I'm. You know, if we ever have something to say about someone, we you know we typically name them. You know, like I mentioned how I mentioned how handsome how handsome and cool Moses was, and how fucking shitty Vinny is. Like it's a it's a thing. Like I if we don't we don't have to play coy and play these games. So if you hear something on here and you take it sensitively. If the shoe fits, maybe I don't know, but uh, maybe getting a little I'm too inside. Not I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole, guys. <laughs> yeah, a little too inside baseball. But um, uh, to kind of just, I mean, we we can't keep avoiding talking about Spider Man. But really quickly, yes. did you watch this week's episode of What If? Uh, which one was it? it was the murder mystery one. I. <laughs> I'm making an effort. I promise you. I'm not blowing the show off. I fell asleep. Is, is this the one uh, where like the Avengers are getting taken out? Yeah. I fell asleep right after. Oh, we're doing spoilers, right? Yeah, that's no, fine. Yeah, it came uh, out. Okay, it came yeah, out fucking Wednesday. Yeah, we're spoiling it. Sorry. Right after Tony Stark dies at the donut shop. I don't know what else happened. I fe- it's making me fall asleep. I don't know what it is. Like, and I was liking this episode too. Like, I was like, all right, now, now we're going somewhere. I will, I will tell you, the uh, Star Lord episode. I, I didn't want to watch the show ever again. That's how much I hated it. Like, and to me, and this is like I've heard this complaint from a lot of people. Most of it was fine. The stuff with Thanos, I just could not abide. <laughs> Like, wait, wait till they, wait till they bring Babyface Thanos uh, live action oh, to the screen. Dude. Oh no! Oh, that that'll be the day I quit. <laughs> but, no, th- but no, I mean, I I did watch most of it. Um, I I love the setup that it was. Uh, for instance, they had uh, uh, Hawkeye was being accused for killing Thor. Like, I liked the the, the way that they were doing it, where it's kind of like, okay, who is doing this? And my my brother eventually told me what happened because he he clearly is not a narcoleptic like myself. But um, it's just something about this show. I can't I can't stay awake for it. I don't know what it is. 
Dude, I, I no, I mean, I'm so I don't sleep. I'm like, you know, I, it, life. My life is a fucking uh, simulation. I don't ever sleep. Yeah. But no, this week's episode, dude, it was so much fun. Like, cause, uh, so, uh, W H Park, you know, friend of the show, he tipped me off, and he was like, hey, this is supposedly like a leaked, um, list of the episodes that are to come. And so when I saw like Avengers murder mystery, I was kind of just like, what? I'm like, this better mean no bullshit like Clue. Like, I fucking hate that movie. I'm like, it better not be that. And they like, I didn't, I didn't ever, I didn't think they were going to straight up start killing Avengers. And right. they, they're just killing them left and right. You, uh, you mentioned uh, Thor gets an arrow through the heart. Fucking, uh, the, the Hulk explodes. If anybody is yeah. on the fence about watching it, the Hulk explodes like um so it was just real fun and then you know you it you forget that uh loki comes over and takes over the earth like it is just that's that's storyline b that's the subplot that loki come because they murdered thor uh odin essentially gives loki permission to come over and take earth and you know what loki is pretty diplomatic he shows up to the un and you know, it, it, it's a thing. But so, again, the, the premise of it is uh, Hank Pym as uh, uh, Yellow Jacket is going around and killing the Avengers as he holds resentment because um, Hope, his daughter, died uh, while trying to become an Avenger. Um, right. You know, like it, so it, it's revealed, you know, she was murdered in action. But I, and again, the Internet sleuths being the Internet sleuths that they are they kind of found a way in which you could tie it into the, the, the greater, uh, you know, MCU, which is, so it's funny because, um, originally, uh, the character of the wasp was supposed to be introduced in, uh, the Avengers. And that was going to lead to the Ant-Man movie, but there was all that falling out with, uh, Edgar Wright and Marvel. And, you know, clearly we never got, Ant-Man was supposed to be phase one of like, Shang Chi and Ant Man were supposed to be in Phase One of these Marvel movies, um, but it's probably good that they didn't. You know that they came when they did. Uh, but it's like someone figured out that they were just like, if you like, it says that uh, Hope, you know, Hope Van Dyne, she dies in um, uh, Odessa, Ukraine, I believe, is the, the name of the place. And they're like, if you go back to the Winter Soldier. Black Widow talks about how she was on a mission finding someone uh, in Odessa, Ukraine, but the Winter Soldier took her out or took them out. So people are like, you know, hypothetically, like in this universe, uh, it is very much, you know, you could very much believe that um, it is the Winter Soldier who fucking kills Hope Van Dyne, you know, and then unfortunately nick fury and the rest of you know the the avengers they're sort of facing the backlash for it because of course like uh michael douglas is full-on fucking psychopathic yellow jacket in this and i I really enjoyed it like i I get i get totally get what you mean you know where you're just like you you, the first two didn't kind of didn't catch your attention and you sort of fell off because that's how it was with wandavision like there would be some sort of glimmer of hope and then it's like his name's ralph boder and i'm like cool fantastic but um, boner jokes i'm very much in particular though looking forward to the uh iron man uh in jaka i believe that's killmonger's uh wakandan name there's the killmonger iron man episode for uh for no for no particular reasons wink wink um but also because again i am under the belief 
that some of these, you know, MCU characters uh, from What If will be seeing um, live action. Uh, one in particular is rumored. And so this is kind of where we're starting to go into the rumor mills. Um, for this next Doctor Strange movie, apparently, and these are there's full on spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, I'm sorry. And then even that, there's no spoilers. Actually, these are just rumors, so you don't have to skip or anything. Um, but the rumor is Captain Carter, the live action Captain Carter, is supposed to show up in the next Doctor Strange movie, um, which would kind of like canonically tie in that show. I mean, which they're all connected, you know, like they've right. they, they've said it, but like. If they can, if they can bring in Captain Carter, you know, into the MCU live action. I mean, Haley Atwell is still young; like, she dies in Civil War, yeah. but she's not really old or really dead. Yeah. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see her, you know, show up. Maybe she's the one who forms the like the the Britain Corps or the, um, is that what they're called? Like the, I think so. Yeah, the, yeah, that team. Um, but yeah, like in, in to me. You know, they're like, fuck, what are you going to do with Black Panther? What are you going to do with Black Panther? I mean, bring in Killmonger. Bring in good Killmonger. Like, after all, he is of royal blood, and he is sort of, he does have a stake for the throne. You know? Had a claim. Had a claim, and that would just be so cool because he is, he is, you know, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger is one of my favorite villains, and he is compelling. Like, I understand. I fully understand what he's saying, you know? Like, he's like, there's so many people that look like us, and we have the resources to help them, and you know, we don't. What the fuck? But I think that would be well, good. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's been said a bunch by plenty of different people. But yeah, like the best villains always, one, they must believe that they're right. And two, like it's compelling when they have a point and you could maybe see yourself siding with them, you know, with enough persuasion. And that's definitely – that's what made his character so good in Black Panther. Yeah, and, you know, I think – I mean, maybe that's not where Marvel goes, but I definitely think that'd be like really, really fucking cool if they if they could pull that off. Um, yeah. Again, not to say they will, but like if they could pull that off, I think that'd be super awesome. Another crazy, crazy fucking rumor that I saw um, that again might also be considered a little bit spoilerish, but you know, here it goes. Um, allegedly, we are going to see Professor Xavier as well in this next Doctor Strange movie. Like they go on, they are full on like you wanna see some multiverse shit, hold my fucking uh you know hold my eye of Agamotto. You're gonna fucking see some crazy yep. uh shit because there was and it's supposed to be Patrick Stewart, Professor Xavier. I don't I don't know if you remember. This was a this was just like years back, maybe like three years ago, where um they were like, Yeah, Patrick Stewart is met with Kevin Feige about something within the MCU apparently this is what it was um and i'm someone who like I, i've talked about like how greatly his death impacts me in logan you know yeah. like the deaths of he and the aforementioned logan in logan like fucking good like not not good that they're dead but like good this is a good story and i very much like the way they sort of just tie everything up and like i i enjoy that um but I've also been like, if you bring them back, it doesn't take away from that because that is its own story. They never tell you what timeline, what multiverse it's in, you know, like you sort of just assume it's after it's the different future from the end of days of future past. Yeah. 
which again is its own separate thing like there's so many separate like they were doing multiverses and kind of different timelines and shit like that anyway so i don't think it takes away from that because it's like well this is how this story ended which is why i always said like listen if hugh jackman wants to come back as fucking wolverine i'm not gonna say no um but yeah what do you think about like the potential of patrick stewart coming back to reprise his role as um uh charles xavier well i like it i i will say and then maybe we'll get into this further when we talk about the spider-man trailer but there is yeah, I mean, I do agree that like when you when you see characters meet their end, um, and especially when when like like Logan, I don't know how canon you can consider Logan, right? Like it's one of those things where is that like a like DC has Elseworlds where it's like oh this like Dark Knight Returns was not ex- exactly canon. It was like a what if he became old and then came back and stuff like that. So that's kind of the way I looked at Logan. Um, like I said, I, I was in Logan. I sat there with my daughter. We held hands and cried, you know, during certain parts of this movie. So I hold this movie in very high regard to see him come back. I mean, one, 100%, I will be happy because I think he's the best, uh, you know, there's James McAvoy, but like Patrick Stewart is to me, professor Xavier. And I don't think I can see anyone else in the role much in the same way. I can't see like if it's 30, 40 years down the line and Marvel has to reboot and then bring back Steve Rogers. I don't think anyone's going to be a better Steve Rogers than uh, Chris Evans. So, um, but while we have the treasure that is Patrick Stewart, yeah, use him as much as we can. Um, but yeah, there, there is, I know what you're saying about which universe is this guy in and is he part of a separate universe? Sometimes I th- and we're gonna have to deal with it. Is sometimes it's just gonna be a cop out answer of, well, this is just a slightly different version than what you saw, and if that goes on to further serve the greater story of the MCU, I'll be a little annoyed by it, but it's not enough to make me not watch the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, if if we gotta sacrifice some <laughs> retroactive continuity in order to bring the multiverse and then also things like the fantastic four and the X-Men, the pros far outweigh the cons and I'm all for it. And like I said, any more, any more chances I get to see Patrick Stewart as a comic book character, I'm in. Especially since people forget there, people were casting, you know, fantasy casting him as a, uh, Charles Xavier since fucking like he was on star Trek. Like people have been yeah. people have been wanting to see him as Charles Xavier, and like I think it's I think it is the role he's played plenty of roles as I mentioned you know uh, Picard on I believe that's the name of the character uh, on yeah. Star Trek um, he's played a, he's had a lot of fun roles and to me he will always be Professor Xavier you know yeah it, it, it's like one of those things like with uh, uh, Mark Hamill you know. To some, most people, he's Luke Skywalker. To an entire generation, he's the Joker. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, good for him. There, there used to be a time where he just would have only been Jean Luc Picard for the rest of his life, no matter all the Shakespeare he's done, all the play acting. Um, you know, who could be so lucky that they get two gigantic, iconic characters in their career? So, good for him. Definitely. Um, all right, guys. So, I may sound a little out of breath 
And you might be wondering, that's so weird because due to the editing, you were just speaking at a normal pace and now you're kind of out of breath. <sighs> Sometimes throughout the show, Dave and I have to urinate. And yes. because I'm such a great editor, you hardly ever notice it. You know, it ha happens more frequently than we'd like. So yeah. what happened now was I was like, Dave, we're probably going to talk extensively about this Spider-Man trailer for a bit. Let me go. Let me go. Piss, let me go pee real quick. Um, I had the lock mechanism set on this door because I was in here. I didn't want anyone to walk in. And as I'm walking out to go use the bathroom, I close the door behind me. I know what you're thinking. No biggie. You have a spare key somewhere, right? Nope. We have just the one key attached to my actual keys inside the office. <laughs> now, Dave, you could hear me struggling trying to get back in, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, I heard the door close, and then some time had passed, about the appropriate amount for urine to leave a man's body, and then I heard the door go click, 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 and then I thought you were coming in, and so I was like, I waited, and then I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear a chair move, I didn't hear a mic move, and then I was like, hello, hello, and then you weren't there and then i got a message from castro saying that you had locked yourself out yeah when i i quickly realized i was like oh no they locked myself out i was like well i know ryan has a master key so i run down to the shop luckily castro's there and i'm like out of breath i'm like can you can you message stank and let him know what happened um and he's just staring at me like i'm fucking crazy and so yeah i, I go i grab the master key I, I come back in here because i don't have my set of keys i have to take the long way of getting back up here to the office um and so i made it up here and i i was like dave this is this is good enough of a story that um so i was like i have to tell on the podcast so yeah it was like i, I have to so uh, uh but i i just that goes without saying that's you know um spider-man no way from no way home trailer dave uh yes. <laughs> um so it had leaked earlier like a day like a day or two earlier um yes did you see that version at all the un i did unfinished and, and so, yeah so like you know me i'm all about spoiling stuff if i can get a spoiler if i can get my hands on any even if it's unfinished footage uh, i'll do it i mean for uh endgame uh i i had some early footage before the release and i you know we've told it before i was like now birdo i have some very powerful imagery here do you want to see it and i remember you i think being reluctant and you're like all right i'll see it and then part of it was you were happy to see it and part of it you're like ah i wish i didn't see that but um no i the footage that had leaked was an unfinished work print and it was it was footage of someone watching a video on their phone of somebody watching the video on their phone so like you can kind of tell what's going on but like it had leaked and i was like oh they're nowhere near finishing this trailer and then like a day later it comes out yeah it, i mean so you mentioned you showing me um in particular, it was the Captain America picking up Thor's hammer, and it didn't. Yeah, the it didn't take away from me. Like again, I'm someone that yeah. like um, spoilers don't really affect me. I knew scenes. And if anything, it, it hypes you up for the movie more. I want to see that. You know. Yeah, like in real. Like yeah. I talked about John Cena. He told me about the post credits from Shang Chi, and like 
I'm already excited about the movie as is. Now I'm just more excited. Um, yeah. But you know, like I I knew CM Punk was coming back, and mm-hmm. it didn't affect me. It it, mm-hmm. it it didn't take away from my enjoyment. I didn't go, well, I, you know, I wish I wouldn't have known. Like no, it, it fucking made it more awesome because I knew it was coming. And I, and I will say part specifically stuff like that because, you know, in the position I'm in, I have to know many returns but like part of that is like maybe you don't have the special moment of oh my god but like it's like being a parent on christmas morning seeing all your friends knowing that they're about to see something that's gonna blow their mind like that's like really enjoyable too so exactly yeah so i saw it and yeah clearly it was the unfinished trailer and you know there was a famous uh scene at the end in which this episode is you know titled the hello peter um people seemingly forgot that like Jamie Foxx and uh, Alfred Molina like confirmed they're in this movie. You know, like th- yeah. this was months ago. Where, like Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox straight up posted a picture of like uh, like some multiverse shit, yeah. and then quickly deleted it. And people kind of just like oh forgot. And Alfred Molina himself was like, yeah, I know I signed an NDA, but like yeah, I'm in the Spider Man movie, and you know, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And people just forgot. And who else could he be? Exactly. Um, yeah. You know what were some of your what were some of your impressions uh, on the trailer itself? So, um, I, one loved it. I mean, it was even better. Like, again, I, I had spoiled myself. Pretty much every beat of it, I had seen, so I, I was kind of prepared. But like, actually seeing the finished version, and I also saw uh, the Facebook like vertical version, not the widescreen like because that's what came out first on facebook um no it was it was great um there's a point where you see peter it looks like he's running through a school classroom and he's wearing a black suit and i was like is that the symbiote suit and i was like oh no no they, they've shown that suit in toys he's got like a black and gold variant of his suit um i loved it i loved that uh Spoiler alert for the comic book Civil War, but like they're they're they deal with uh, two different factions of superheroes. You know they're arguing whether superheroes should be part of a registration act or not. Peter chooses the side of Tony Stark, and he reveals himself as Peter Parker. And in that comic book, it dealt with the fallout of that. Like now, all his villains know who he is, and by proxy, they know who his loved ones are right which is what he's been trying to avoid this whole time and so you kind of see that i mean even in the the opening scene they're they're laying on top of this building and mj is reading a newspaper and on the front it says spider-man and his minions and it's got like if you look really closely it's got like ned and i'm assuming zendaya you know on puppet strings and in this world, like once someone knows a little bit about you and you get any notoriety, they know everything about you within hours. So, like, I felt for that. I mean, it's a new type of danger that, uh, like, I wish they do it well in the Spider Man trailer and probably obviously in the movie, but I wish they did something like that with Superman, right? Like, everyone always says, like, Superman, is, he's so hard to write for. That's why you can't do a good video game. But, like, if you can't hurt Superman, the next best thing, hurt the people that he loves, right? Have someone find out who he is and do that. I think that would be an interesting take. But, no, we, we see that. Um, we see something happens to the uh, 
Sanctum Santorum where it's full of snow. Um, and I, I do have a theory as to what happens. I'll, I'll see what you think. But um, you see Peter come to Dr. Strange and he says, could you make it so no one – you know, Mysterio said I was Spider-Man. Can you make it so no one knows? And then he kind of he's fucking with Stephen Strange while he's casting the spell, and something goes wrong. Um, and then we see teases for almost every single cinematic representation of a villain in any Spider-Man movie, culminating with Doc Ock saying "Hello, Peter," and it's just wow. What I mean, and. Not only that, but Tom Holland said that's a fraction of what we're going to show you. So, I mean, kind of a soft setup for the Sinister Six. Uh, we see a lot of faces, and we see a lot of hints of faces that we've seen before. And they specifically mentioned we don't know anything about the multiverse. We don't know what type, type of things we're playing with. So, I mean, a 10 out of 10 for me. How about you? So, so I, I'm someone who I grew up on Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies. Like I was, um, I was a literal kid, you know, one of my earlier memories is going to see those Spider-Man movies and how much like a family thing it was for us to go. Um, And I loved him as Spider-Man. A lot of people don't, but I loved him. uh, You I, like those movies are fine. Like it was one of those things where it's like, they were, they were the best Spider-Man we had at that time. And then since Tom Holland's movies, I'm just like. Oh yeah, like he shouldn't be a forty-year-old man, <laughs> right? You know, right, right. Um, and like the Spider-Man Two, it, it's good movie, um, but it definitely is just one of those like with hindsight, people just refuse. Uh, same thing, same thing with like wrestling or with like uh, someone like Tanya, where it's like it's, not, it's like it's okay, um, you know. And then like I was a teenager for the Andrew Garfield movies, and those I just I didn't I just didn't care. I wanted to I wanted to love them. I wanted to. Um, but I just didn't. And now like as an adult, you know, for like the Tom Holland ones, I'm just like, all right, like, I think this is like the Tom Holland ones. Yeah. They nailed it. You know, I would have loved to have seen those as, as a kid. I'm luckily now as, as an adult man, I I have them. Um, so, and yeah, listen, I'm someone, I am constantly like on the movie dirt sheet websites. Like, um, there's like Marvel people who leak stuff like years in advance that like, okay cool i know this is coming again it's not going to affect me it's not if you tell me so and so is going to show up in this movie i'm not going to be like oh great no i don't want to watch it never yeah, I will. No, you, now you're ready yeah like we had the privilege of being told some stuff that was coming and it just made my anticipation for that so much more um so i knew like like again Charlie Cox is in this Daredevil. They didn't show any of him, and it's one of those things where people are like, "You don't know for sure." It's like, "Oh yeah, he just it just so happens every time they're doing Spider-Man reshoots, he has to cancel his Comic Con appearances for this yeah. movie that he's not been announced for, and it's not in his IMDb." Like, come on. Uh, some people, some people think he was in the trailer. Yes, yes, some people do. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I don't like. You can't you see. We see it. We see a pair of arms and a torso throwing down some files in front of Peter, and they think maybe that's his lawyer. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, de- I'm like, I definitely, oh. I'm like, I definitely don't think that's like. Yeah. Well, just show the guy, you know. Um, yeah. But so we see that. Um, so like, I knew again. I knew Doc Ock was gonna be. There, I knew Electro was gonna be there. Um, and yeah, like Toby and. Peter, they're for sure they're going. They're going to be there. 
Again, it's yeah. it's the CM Punk return of Marvel movies. Everyone knows it's happening. Everyone knows what's coming. Worst kept secret, yeah. It's a worst kept secret, yeah. And pe- like people are just like, well, if they don't show up in the movie, then everyone it's gonna ruin the movie. It's like, yeah, very much the same way people were saying, like it's it's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna yeah. happen, you know. And don't blame fucking me for ruining for it. Jamie Fox went on like Instagram like two years ago and fucking ruined it for everyone. It's out there. You know, yeah, it's yeah. out there. Um, but no, yeah, like I. I have a theory, Dave. So I mentioned how, like, oh yeah, you know, they're seemingly bringing in these uh, um, characters from the from the live action or from the the what if show into live action. Yeah, I don't think that's our Doctor Stephen Strange. I have oh. I have two theories. One, of course, the easy one. It's Mephisto. You know, like because everyone's Mephisto. Everyone's yeah. Mephisto, but Mephisto does have a history with Spider Man. So. You know, and like, like they were saying, they're like, it, it seems very un, unbecoming of Dr. Stephen Strange for him to just be so willy nilly with like that sort of incantation and be like, yeah, sure, let me fucking do this, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but also, uh, this next episode of Marvel's What If is supposed to center around Sorcerer Supreme, in which it's like an evil version of Dr. Strange. Um, and so it's like, what if that's the version that we see? You know, like, right. uh, I mean, I mean, again, it might just be no. This is just regular Doctor Strange, and you know, we're just reading too reading too much into the tea leaves. But um, I think that would kind of be cool, you know. Yeah. If if, if it was him, um, but no, you I. You want to hear my theory? What's up? You want to hear my theory? Go for it. So, my theory is that is Stephen Strange. And that he is seeing a lot of the damage that's happening to Peter, so he's extra sympathetic. So I think that's why he's going to do it. But I think what happens is he casts a spell that he he's not exactly familiar with, combined with Peter distracting him while he's doing it. And at that same moment, Sylvie kills Kang. <laughs> That is also that is also one thing that I that I had talked about where um, yeah. because they show they show flashes of like it looks like what the it looks like you see the Bifrost but you also see what looks like almost the space where the rock the king was on is like that purpley blue I mean space looks like that in general but I have a feeling that happened all at the same time which is what kind of entangled that spell with opening up the multiverse on on that earth so that's what i think happens so based on tiktok i'm under the impression that both wanda and sylvie break open the multiverse at the same time right and if they could line that up with uh you know with this as well like that would kind of make sense you know Like, but, but then because, it, because I don't think I don't think either either situation happening is enough to wreak the havoc that we see in the trailer. But Stephen Strange and Sylvie, and yeah, maybe even Wanda at the same time happening is enough to just now we're starting to see weird stuff manifest. Now it's not just separate branches existing in parallel; they're like breaking through and merging. Yeah. So that that kind of 
leads me to believe again it is something sort of to to do with that but no you know like and again in watching the trailers like you sympathize with the kid you know like there's people like everyone knows who he is now and he he doesn't have that sense of like secrecy and you know everyone yeah. they have those like signs where he's painted as the devil and and, and just things like that and you feel because you got to remember this kid's like 16 17 he just watched you know like two three years prior to this he watches his uncle die in his arms and then you know right. he disappears and then he comes back and then tony stark he watches him give his life and there's just this kid's been through a lot you know right. admittedly this the, the kid's kind of been through a lot and um yeah like you know, you see like the, so there's several teases in this, you know, again, the only person, the only two people confirmed for sure are, uh, Goblin and Doc Ock, you know? Right. And I'm pretty sure it's Willem Dafoe. I'm, if it's not fucking it's Willem Dafoe. 100%. Well, yeah. it's 100% Willem Dafoe. Um, yeah. but you know, you see lightning. So it's like, okay, is that, uh, fucking what's his face? Uh, Electro. Electro. You see some sand. So yes. it might, it, it, you know, we might also be seeing, um, what's his name? Thomas Church, I believe. No. Is that Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas yeah, Hayden Sandman. Church. Yeah, yeah. maybe Thomas Hayden Church, a Sandman coming back. And then uh, me and you were talking about it. Some There's a scene where he's running from something that people were like, oh, is that the symbiote suit? To me, like people slowed down and colorize it and it looks a lot like the lizard. And then, you know, there's a voice we hear that's like, be careful what you wish for, Peter. To me, that sounds a lot like Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's the vulture. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, so, so you know, let's kind of just, you know, shuffle the cards. We've, we've got confirmation of a goblin from Spider-Man 1. Yeah, confirmation of uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. You, you might have confirmation of Sandman from Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Then you We have, know Electro's going to be in the movie. We know Electro's going to be in it. So there you go, you know, uh uh Spider or the Amazing Spider-Man 2 and then yeah. you put, hypothetically have the Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man 1 and then, you know, Mysterio dies at the end of the second Spider-Man. So yeah. you bring back Vulture. Yep. Now like that is quite the rogues fucking gallery right there, you know? And of course it's, it's one of those things that we've always talked about. Spider-Man has such massive rogues gallery because you have to remember within this universe, the prowler still exists. Scorpion, right. Matt Gargan, he's there, he's in jail. They're just waiting to pull the fucking trigger on him. Kingpin, Kingpin is in this universe too. They're bringing in daredevil. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio said he definitely wants to be in the MCU yeah. as Kingpin. So he's in there. Um, there's just, there's so many other characters. So, well, and, and not only this, so, so we have the things that have kind of been, the hand has been tipped and we've also seen things and we may be reading into some, some dust that could just be dust. And that's maybe not the Sandman. Also, we see, uh, you know, what we think is the lizard. Some people think might be venom. Now, interesting timing you know, we you know we've we've made fun of Sony for this that they're trying to do their own Spider-Man villain movie without Spider-Man. Like we we got Morbius, we've got Venom and Venom Two, but they they recently changed that whole universe to Spider-Man Sony's Spider-Man universe. And for you to say that means you expect Spider-Man to show up, but to have that happen, 
I think Venom's going to show up. I think Tom Hardy's Venom is going to show up in this movie. Uh, and, then, hmm. and, and then that's going to facilitate because Tom Holland's Marvel contract is just about up. But I mean, I think he's going to show up in these movies in the Sony movies. I think that's part of the bargain that they probably worked out that we don't know the details to. And I think we're going to see Tom Hardy's Venom. And I think we're going to see him. I think we're going to see Spider-Man show up in a future Venom movie or even this carnage movie. And we just don't know about it, but um, it's just interesting. that Sony changes specifically to Sony's Spider-Man cinematic universe or whatever they called it. Like the Spider-Man's in the name now. So it's uh interesting timing. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, I, I didn't, I guess I didn't really consider. Yeah. That it, it might be, it might be Venom. Um, I'm, I'm someone who I've been holding out for, like, just give us Tom Hardy as Wolverine, please. Um, but I, I clearly that's probably not going to happen. It's um, probably. <laughs> and I was, I hated that Venom movie. Like, I yes, just, I just I hated well, it. Part of my hatred for Venom is it doesn't like you need Spider-Man for Venom. That's just like they put the cart before the horse. It's weird, <laughs> but maybe now, now we'll have that connective tissue. We'll see the white spider in the costume, and you know, yeah, I suppose. Or but... maybe maybe we'll see Venom gets tired of Tom Hardy and gets on Tom Holland. And then goes back to Tom Hardy. Now he hates Spider-Man. So who knows? I mean, I mean, it's insane that we could even say this because when the first Spider-Man trilogy came out and Sam Raimi was forced to put, you know, more than one villain in his movie, he hated it. And we were like, yeah, three villains in one movie. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and now here we are. We're like, oh, so many villains from different you know, and we're we're eating it up with a spoon. I mean, that's the magic of Marvel. Yeah, I mean, they they make everything better. So. Yeah, and for those aware, for those of you guys unaware, Sony has been trying to do a uh, Sinister Six movie since the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, like they have been wanting to introduce a Sinister Six forever. You go to fucking uh, Universal Studios; they have a Spider-Man right there. Guess what? G- g- million dollar question, Dave. Who do you think the bad guys are? I, the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Uh, let me think about it. Is it uh, Craven the Hunter? No, no, no. I'm just saying it's the Sinister Six. I know. I'm just fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, I'm just making ass. Any, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, oh no. I was like, I was. I, 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 oh, he, my co-host is a daddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. And so you know, it's just been trying. Like, to do no, it for, it's the Sinister Six. Yeah, they've been trying to do it forever. Um, yeah. I'm under the assumption we are going to get three Spider-Men. Uh, I have that assumption as well. But not. I'm I'm saying the three to the additional one that we already have because I'm under the assumption we're getting Miles Morales. Like, and and oh. if like I'm, if they can fucking, because again we're like yeah you know Sony's using their characters if they can fucking bring in little Miles Morales from you know into the Spider Verse. Dude, oh my god! Like I will, I will pay ten times to go watch that movie in theaters, even if yeah. I don't actually go. I'll buy ten tickets for it, like because it'll that'll just be the best way. Because 
Marvel can use Miles Morales, but they can't use Spider-Man without Sony's permission. Right. So it would make sense for them to introduce Miles Morales, you know, if, if in case fucking Sony decides they don't want to play anymore. I mean, I'm ex- this movie and how how appropriate that Spider-Man's really kind of opening these up because like whatever you think of Marvel, the most Marvel character to be is Spider-Man. Like you got your fantastic fours, you got your captain, but I, whenever I think Marvel, I automatically think Spider-Man. So the fact that he's like the epicenter for a lot of this stuff is happening is really cool. Um, you know, we can make a lot of inferences from what we've seen, not just from the trailer and the spoilers that, you know, have been leaked, but also from like the toy line, like, that suit that we see Peter running through the classroom with is called the integrated suit. Like, what does that mean? What's integrated into it? I don't know. Other Spider-Man technology? Who knows? I thought I saw raised webbing on that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then also, there are secret skews for uh, the Spider-Man line that we have not seen pictures for, but they're described as uh, like Spider-Man the Pioneer, Spider-Man the Explorer, and Spider-Man something else. But like, Everyone's like, oh, the Pioneer, is that a Tobey Maguire figure in the line? The Explorer, is that Andrew Garfield's? Like, we don't know. And, like, t- I mean, that's the fun. Of, like, I I wish more movies had fun like this where we're trying to piece things together. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but, like, when Dark Knight came out and they, they were doing ARGs all over the place where you could, like, unlock the first picture of Heath Ledger as the Joker and – like me and my brother were playing that heavily and like you would see like a little pixel get moved and all of a sudden you saw the Joker's face for the first time. Things like that are like so fun. They actually just recently did that with the new – if you wanted to unlock the final Candyman trailer, you'd have to go onto like the website and into your computer speaker say Candyman five times. But I was like, yeah, no fucking thank you. I've seen that movie. Um, I know what happens. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I, I – I, I do agree with you. I think just what's mo- the most fun is the fact that, you know, if, if the rumors are to believe, then they're true, that, uh, you know, these Spider-Men will show up and, you know, there's a Doctor Strange rumors where, you know, Professor X is going to show up. You you can just you can just play with everybody now. Like, yeah. you know, everyone's like, Chris Evans is coming back, Chris Evans is coming back, but not as Captain America. Who's to say he can't come back as, uh, you know, Johnny Storm? Yeah. People forget he was oh. Johnny Storm. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Nick there there's talks of uh, you know, nominate Nicolas Cage for for an Emmy for his role in, in this uh this movie Pig. Yeah. Who's to say you don't bring old Johnny Blaze back? You yeah. know? Like it's just Yeah. I, I I will say the the one thing I'm concerned about and it's a very minor quibble. Again, along the same lines as Patrick Stewart returning. Loved Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Um, and which is weird because when, when Spider-Man 2 came out, I was like, that dude is the worst. Like, I was so prejudgmental about him being Dr. Octopus because, you know, Dr. Octopus looks a certain way and he didn't exactly look like that. But um, I loved him. And then I also loved the redemption arc. Like, it's been a long time, but if you remember... Uh, Peter looks at him and quotes back something inspirational to him. And then he goes, I will not be a monster. And he takes like that nuclear core and dies with it. And then some people are saying that 
Alfred Molina may have leaked that he gets scooped up right after that moment into this movie. And then he seems to be the villain in the trailer, like a villain in the trailer. And maybe it's a misdirection, but like, I hope he didn't lose any of that character building. And I know it could be from a different side universe, but I, to me, that's kind of a cop out for the character. Like I loved his redemption at the end. Like I thought it was poetic. I thought it was great. And hopefully he doesn't lose some of that. I don't know. Well, I mean, what if he fights with the Spider-Man? How cool would that be? But, um, yeah, I'm excited. There's there's so many possibilities, and especially with the multiverse angle tacked onto it, you can't really be sure of anything. We know the characters, basically, but we can't be sure of the motivations and what's going to happen with them, and that's pretty cool. The possibilities are endless, Dave. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully we see some more pretty soon. Um, but, yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's excited. I'm, I'm excited. It's excited. I'm excited. It is to, excited. It is excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see um, what comes because there's there's a whole there's a whole new roster of uh, characters to play with. All right, much like the roster of people who subscribe to our Patreon, which of course one of the perks in being subscribed to Patreon is the weekly shout out. Um, so of course, shout out Clifford Frazier, who we saw at the Heel screening. Oh, and Dave, really quickly, we got to mention him. We got to mention him. Yeah. Okay. So. I think we were talking with Julio about like the 3D in the in the cryptic closets uh, uh, 3D uh, Kickstarter, and I mentioned uh, I briefly mentioned a story, and it's been something that's like been bothering me since. But like in third grade, um, it was the last day of third grade. I had a hamster 3D comic book, and it was like a parody of Ninja Turtles. And I was being an idiot and I was putting my glasses on, probably being flippant. But it's the it's the last day of third grade. We weren't doing anything. And my teacher, whose name was Mrs. Whitsonkane, I had to like reach back and remember, a total bitch, by the way. <laughs> she saw me showing my friends because it was amazing at the time, took my 3D glasses off, took my comic book and said, you'll get this at the end of class. At the end of class, I started throw it in the waste bin. It was one of those tall cylinders. And I said, hey, I thought I was going to get that back. And she's like, you forfeited your chance to have it. Now go. And then I waited outside. And 10 minutes later, I came back in the classroom. I thought she had left. I'm reaching into this long cylinder to grab my comic book. And she was just in the back, like, organizing supplies. And she said, get out. And so it was the only copy I found in in the long boxes at my local comic store. Uh, It was this place called Titan Comics in Chicago. And years had passed, and I, every now and then I would just think about this comic book, and I would look it up, and surprisingly, there's a lot of 3D hamster comic books, and I couldn't remember the exact name of it, and I kind of been on a half search for it, and I could never find it. Who comes into the store? I think it was on Tuesday, yeah, but Tuesday. Clifford Frazier, yeah, he says, hey, I got something for you, and I'm like, oh, what is it? And he, he gives me these two bagged and carded copies of the exact comic book that I had lost and that I had been searching for. And he said, I heard you talking about it. And I had two copies in my collection and he wrote, we're rooting for you stank and we're rooting for you scrump. He got one for each of us. And like, I almost wanted to cry. It's so silly because it's, you know, in the scheme of things, it's a dumb parody comic book with a 3d gimmick, but it, it meant a lot to me. And like, I was affected by it and I didn't realize how much the gesture would mean to me. Clifford, you're an OG friend of the show. I love you, brother. I appreciate it. I mean, what a kind gesture. You didn't have to do that, but you did. And God bless you. It was, 
it, I, I showed, I took pictures. I showed all my friends. I was going to put it on Instagram and I hadn't yet. I will put it on tonight. Um, but God bless you, man. Yeah. Just such a wonderful gem of a person. Love, yeah. love some Clifford Frazier very much the same way I love uh, Jesse Kohlenberg, uh, our little buddy Mark Villanueva as well, and uh, Joshua Davis. So I got to mention Joshua Davis. Uh, from time to time, he sends me some good memes over on, on Facebook, <laughs> and he sent me this one. Um, it was like, a, it was a, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. I'm like, it, like, I thought it disappeared. It was... Uh, it says her. I like bad boys, and then it says me, and it's John Cena on a Ruck Fools T-shirt. <laughs> Ruck Fools, and then he says middle school scrump, and I was just like, dude, I actually had that exact same shirt, uh, you know. So of course, shout out Joshua Davis, poor Ryan Mears, Ryan Mears, the invisible man himself. He came by the shop earlier this week to he won uh, some sweet tickets uh, for one of the shows this weekend, and he like he had, I didn't see his messages till late because. Um, I had, dude, so I've mentioned, I've been printing CM Punk stickers nonstop. Literally. Oh, yeah. We sold so many. Ran out of ink. Ran out of ink and ran out of media. I ran out of, yeah, I ran out of a very specific silver ink. And I know what you're saying. You guys don't use silver. Correct. But this machine that we have has silver ink. And uh, to not bore you guys, when the machine cleans itself, it spits out some of the ink, just it runs it through the lines. Um, well, with as much self-cleaning as it was doing, it used up all that silver ink, and we had none, and nowhere had it in stock. None of our suppliers had it in stock. I was ready to drive to Grand Rapids, Michigan to pick it up just so I could hurry up and get these stickers done. Thankfully, some place in Lyle, Illinois had it, um, and when Ryan Mears was at the shop, I was in Lyle, and uh, I missed Ryan Mears, but again, there's so many wrestling shows coming up. Definitely going to see him. Uh, our yeah. man, Neil Flanagan, Shannon Hotwinick, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, who I hopefully I might be going down to California at the end of next month um, to see some PWG. So hopefully I can see some Hot Topic Joe uh, and Taffy. Uh, our man, Ryan Crossley, uh, Vivian, of course, wish her, make sure to wish her happy birthday. I'm pretty sure her birthday's on the 4th. If not, I'm sorry, Vivian. I love you. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the 4th. Uh, our man, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, who just man just updated his uh patronage so uh we'll be talking to him soon as well a movie review uh nice you know i love listen as much as wh park also a member of our patreon loves brandon from new jersey i love the man even more um so i'm very happy to get him on here to you know for you guys to finally talk and me it's it's always just one of those like two worlds colliding sorts of things um the aforementioned wh park who i have a feeling we'll be talking to sooner rather than later Uh, our man john tino who i'll finally be meeting in person at some point this weekend he is coming into town um so maybe dave both you and i will be meeting him um, yeah which would be awesome uh jesus of course my godfather jesus shout out jesus shout out jesus uh, old Brad B. Dornick himself, uh, our boy Moises Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, and of course, Katie Fabe, uh, the wonderful Katie Fabe herself. Uh, so thank you again to everyone who uh, is a member of the Patreon. Of course, you can sign up for as low as five bucks. You know, we have three different tiers. If you want to be on this show with us, there's a, you know, there's a tier for that. If you want some stickers and some other goodies, there's a tier for that. If you, you know, it, it's, it, we, we appreciate all the support that you guys give us, you know, whether it's, you're just leaving a, a nice review for us 
us over on Apple, you know, podcasts, which you should do. Um, or you're just liking and reposting, retweeting all our stuff. We, we very much appreciate it. Uh, you know, or even if you're just listening, like we appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, we have some fun episodes planned out, uh, you know, in the next coming weeks. Hopefully they all come to fruition. Uh, and yeah, you know, thank you again to everyone. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Hope you enjoy my random story of, uh, listen, there's a, usually with these episodes, editing is a lot easier, but, um, there've been some snafus with this one. So it might take me a little <laughs> bit longer, but, yeah. uh, you know what? It's okay. Cause, uh, and I know last week I fucking forgot the Kenny Omega outro. Everyone was like, you forgot the Kenny Omega outro. And I'm like, I know I'm, I forgot. I'm so sorry. This one will definitely have it. Um, so thank you again, Dave. Any final words before we get out of here? No, I just, you know, it's been a, last week was fun. This week is going to be, I mean, this is kind of the calm before the storm, us recording this, because this next week is action packed and uh, full of fun and festivities and also a lot of hard work. But uh, it'll be nice to see some of you listeners. Uh, if you're going to the event, you know, we'll, we'll be pretty prominent. And uh, if you're going to the softball game, that, that'll be pretty fun too. Um, I'm just preparing my mind and my body for this next week because it's going to be a doozy. But yeah, it'll definitely be something. And we don't get to see all yeah. you guys to say hi to. And yeah, and if you see us like at any of these shows in public, say hi. We'll fuck it. We'll snap a picture and stuff like that. You know, Dave and I were, I, I would at least hope we're very approachable. You know, like we, you know, so say hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like a lot of people at the shop, we love taking pictures. So love taking pictures. Sometimes Dave and I have to be the center of attention. Uh, but for the PWT guy, for the PWT cast this week, you guys, I've been scrump. And this is Stank. And this is 100% friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.